Welcome to a Lunch with Biggie, a podcast about small business and creatives sharing their stories and inspiring you. My guest today created a brand based on your inner child, inspired to keep your imagination and creativity fresh. As time went on, they found out that their true flow was to be influenced by the positive vibes and created, created under the sun, on the sand, and on the chill blue waters of the Sunshine State. Um, please welcome the creator and owner of Little Box Guy, Nick Ortiz. What's up, buddy? How you been? Chilling, man. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. Doing good. So obviously, first question every single time, what is your go-to or favorite sandwich? Dude, I make this, it's funny because I've been thinking about this a lot, and there's this one sandwich I make, on, like, it's my go-to, and it's like, since I have a plant-based diet, I do, um, to- I love tofu, yep. so I make this, it's like a grilled cheese sandwich, Okay. vegan cheese, um, but I grill, I like fry the tofu first, and then as it, when it's fried, then I make the sandwich, like, you know, I just add it yeah. to, the, to the, yeah. the inside of the sandwich. So it gives it a different cheese. texture. Exactly. I love it, dude. That sounds good. Yeah. That sounds good. What kind of bread do you use? Um, wheat. Okay. Wheat bread. I like it. Very nice. Very nice. So, okay. So obviously I know, I know quite a bit about you. So how did you come up with little box guy 10 years ago when the idea came into your mind? What, how did it come about? Tell people a little bit about it. It was very organic. It's kind of funny cause it didn't really like, it wasn't like a planned thing, something that I would always draw. Like I had always drew these little characters and it was like it was like I was branding before I actually knew what branding was. Okay. To where I always made them have like a the similar same smile. It was always like above. It was like pretty much like the eyes were a little closer to the top of the head, mm-hmm. and the mouth was no nose whatsoever. Mouth was like pretty much like right underneath the eyes. Okay. And was so, it always a box guy? Was like it always like a rectangular guy? So many different shapes. Okay. Um, I would even draw like a narwhal i would draw all these little characters like just like a bunch of different characters and the robots whatever but they always had the similar eyes high mouth high yeah and and it just like one of those things where it just like kept on i just kept with it you know it was like like i said like i was branding something that i didn't even know really what i was doing but you know eventually it turned into something really big (laughs) at what point like so then when you started that like was it when you're like hey i think this little guy that I'm creating, I want to create and do clothing. Did it what, like, what was the, what was the kind of like the spark to be like, Oh, I think I want to put this on, you know, prints or, or clothing or anything. Well, it's, it's kind of weird because I remember like the, the actual like spark I remember happening specifically one point when I walked into, I think it was a hot topic and I saw this one um, brand that I didn't, I'd never heard of. And I saw they had like buttons and it just like accessories in a bag and it had, it was branded like um, their name. And I was like, I've never heard of that brand. How come they're selling in this store? I was like, and then it just like right away, I was like, I can do that. And I just wanted to do it. But when it came to the clothing, I had already tried doing a clothing brand before that didn't end up working. It was like very short lived. And um, I kept on what I was doing with my little dudes was I was branding my online portfolio because whenever I was getting out of UCF, I pretty much knew that I needed to have a good um, online portfolio. Yeah. So I, I took, since I had just learned how to use Adobe Photoshop and you know, like Illustrator and stuff like that, I, I was already like practicing by putting in these little characters that I've been drawing for so long. I had been putting them onto as like vector images. So I started branding my, my online portfolio. And as I was, as I was going, I started realizing that these guys are just super cool, you yeah. know, and then I started getting people telling me that they were cool whenever I was going into the 
professional world and they would see my online portfolio, yeah. they were like, what is, you know, start asking questions out of curiosity. They're like, what are these little dudes that you have all, all around your, your screen? And, uh, at that point when a couple people told me that and they were like, you should do something with this, then it turned into, you know, they planted a seed in my head. Yeah. No, I love that. And I love the fact that you were like, Hey, I really want to do this. Um, so talk a little bit because the way that brand started. So with little box guy kind of originally was more like parodies homage to like, you kind of did everything from like homage to your favorite cartoons, TV shows, superheroes. Um, and it, and it was doing really well. Um, and that's kind of how I met you, but then you made this whole kind of like, there was like this transition to kind of like a flow fresh style, beach style, life's Florida lifestyle, Tell me a little bit about that. And I'm really, I've, I've always been kind of curious when we've talked about it. Cause so background story before you answer, like I've known Nick pretty much, he's been in business 10 years. I, I pretty much will say, I probably have known him for about nine of my, uh, like I'm going to do nine this year in 2022. Um, so I pretty much have known him almost the entire time. Probably. I think that's one of the things that we kind of had like a kinship, a family of the fact that we're both kind of growing and there's just so many things that he's done and accomplished based on what he, based on this, actually this question. Um, and it's amazing to me. And that's one of the things that I kind of, one of the reasons why I wanted to chat with him was because I've always wanted to figure out how he went from making this little character and then going and kind of pivoting and using the same kind of style, fun, a fun, you know, fun cartoonish style of, um, you know, of, but also kind of highlighting living in the Sunshine State and that whole Florida vibe thing. So what is it? How like what kind of what was the pivot point or what made you be able to consider say, you know what? I love Little Box Guy, but I'm going to pivot and make it part of my Little Box Guy world. Um, more of like the flow fresh Florida type style. Well, <clears throat> I can pretty much pinpoint. So. There was this one, I was doing like, like you said, the parodies, like we were doing the parodies. So it would be like a, you know, Wolverine as the shape of little box guy, with yep. the, you know, stuff like that. And, um, I remember I was selling art prints in that style. And then I was also selling kind of like a positive message to, to like, you know, just people can put up on their wall, look at every single day, just like little cool little messages they can keep on ch- checking out. Yeah. Um, but then at one point I got into this one store. It was over in um in at Universal the City Walk and the pick store. And I remember at that point we were like, we made it. You know, like we were just like this. I remember it. you had like that, you had a whole bunch of stuff there. Yeah, it was so crazy because I remember at that moment I was just like, I felt like I was on top of the world. I was like, that's it, man. We're gonna have all these orders coming in. Like, done deal. Like we're in. We're in it. So but then at one point, I think what well, from what I heard, these a higher up executive came in through that store and saw these certain kind of like art that was going on. They were selling there. And whenever he saw it, he had pretty much realized that a lot of people were putting some of the characters of, let's say like Hermione was like, or something like that, like was, yeah. but kind of like wearing something that she should, would not normally wear, you know, and they were selling it in the store on Universal Studios area. So he just pretty much told them, take everything out of this place and when it comes down to like anything that has anything to do with the characters that we correct, rep- they're, they're trademark, they're trademark exactly. rep- characters. Yeah. So mine didn't have anything to do with that, but then they ended up taking all my stuff out. Um, that those start started that side of it. So it was just like the positive message stuff. And for some reason it just didn't really translate in that store as much yeah. as I thought it was going to do. So little by little, like little hits like that happened to where I was like, man, like this isn't like, this isn't working the way that I thought it was going to work. 
um, it was fun and it was like a good feel for me to like spread the message and everything. But then whenever I would do events at the same thing, like I wasn't always so, you know, when you go to an event and you're just kind of like, okay, well I have expectations of how much money that I want to make or how much this, this and that. I mean, we all yeah. go through it. Yep. So I wasn't meeting my expectations. Okay. So I knew that it was something that I was like, I got to pivot, you know, at some point. And some other, other situations happened in my life to where I realized I was like, man, I, I kind of want to, I don't know, just do something different or it just started coming to me where I started drawing in a different way to where a certain amount of my characters started coming out of me that I had never even thought about drawing before. Like, like the, the little shark dude that I have, the different things, because I was being influenced a lot by, I was spending a lot of time at the beach at the time. So that's when I started kind of pivoting my style. And it was like, I looked at it as a rebrand because I literally let at that point in my life, I let all my stores that I was in, which was not many, it was very much the little, like the local scene. I pretty much didn't really take care of them the way I should have. And they started, it started being to where a thing to where I just kind of lost my sight on what I was doing. Yeah. And, um, and then I realized that I wanted to revamp it a little bit and do a rebrand. So that's when everything started kind of moving towards the newer style that I had. And that style, I will say that once you hit that style, you pretty much like you literally hit the ground running. Oh, um, it, was, it was insane. <laughs> yeah. Like it was, it's, I mean, I, I, and that was one of the big things that I like, I found it was almost like I, and I remember, I, I remember even telling you, I'm like, Hey dude, you found your secret sauce. <laughs> like, I remember telling you this. I'm like, you find your secret sauce. I was like, you were, you were definitely not scared to pivot. You went like all in on it. You're like, this is what I'm going to do. Um, and it's obviously been very, very effective and, and efficient for you. Um, I'm kind of curious on, and, and that's one of the things that I, I've kind of really, I admire about what you've done is like, there's always been a hustle and there's never been really a fear of like rejection in that sense, because you've kind of gone in and you're like, you're like, okay, well, this is now what my brand's going to be. And then you literally started hitting surf shops, like anything that you knew that would hit your, hit your mark. Mm -hmm. You basically went and kind of went that route and started hitting up on them. So I always like to ask the question, especially one for me, because I'm actually trying to do more wholesale ideas, but I also think I also want to be able to tell people about it. How, how do you approach these businesses and create that opportunity to start doing wholesale or start doing work with them? And and then also, I'll also ask if you can kind of go into detail of how the heck do you manage all of them? Because you guys are in a lot of stores. Yeah. Well, at first, um, to go back to the whenever I did the rebrand, it was like to where we had only really messed with one sticker or so, like a couple different sticker designs. And my brother was always like, dude, we got to get in the sticker game. And he had been saying it for so long. And I always thought it was funny because I can hear it in my head. And he just always said, dude, the sticker game. Like out of nowhere, he would just even text me sticker game. And I'd be like, all right, let's do some stickers. So it literally ended up being a thing to where I ended up starting with about four or five stickers. And I put them in a store um, over at Market on South. Like I, I, I had already had a relationship with them yeah. and I had already sold my art prints in there before. So I went and re I approached them and I was like, Hey, can, can I start selling stuff again over here? Cause I had already let all my stuff go. Like I said, I was rebranding. So when I put the stickers in there, I had actually, no, I had left already cause I went to go do a trip to go see my sister. And I, it was a open-ended pretty much like like a restart. Yeah. So I literally went to go see my sister and I was like, I'm just going to go over there. I bought a one, one way ticket. And from there I, I was going to go travel. I was like, I'm going to go travel. But while I was there, this is what happened. When I was there, 
I had these, sti- I had the idea. My brother kept on sticker, sticker game, sticker game. So I was like, all right, cool. What I'm going to do, I'm going to order these stickers. Can you put them in the stores for me? Danny's like, sure, I'll put them over there. So whenever we put them in there, they like, I had the plan to go, go over to Arizona on a bus. And then from there go and just kind of like backpack through, go all the way up. Cause I used to live in Arizona. I was going to start there and I was going to go to up California, just like not hitchhiking, but kind of like, you know, bus to bus, yeah. you know, just keep on going up. And I, my destination was going to be Vancouver. And all of a sudden my brother called, he like tells me, he's like, Hey man, the stickers sold out. Like he's like all the stickers we put in these stores. Cause I think it was a couple, like two or three stores we put them in. He's like, they're all gone. He's like, they need more. So I was like, I was like, all right, well now I'm going to order some more. So we did it again and then they sold quick again. So I was like, all right, scratch the whole, scratch that. Like it was a gut feeling. I, yeah. I always go with my gut when it comes to stuff. And when it came down to it, it was just like, you know what? I was like two weeks in to my, you know, chill time with my sister. And then I told her, I was like, Hey, I'm probably going to look for a flight. I'm going back home. I got, I got to grind. Like I, I just, I couldn't see myself getting in the mode of just going and traveling and just doing nothing like, yeah. or not nothing, but you know, exploring to me, it was more like, I got to do this. This is working. The you opportunity know? So, is calling me. I got to exactly. go. Exactly. It was like, just like knocking hard on the door yeah. and I was like, I got to go. I got to go. I can't do this. Scratch the idea. I'll do that some other day. So then I went back home and just, it's, it's ever since then, everything is completely just, it's been so organic. It just keeps on, keeps on moving. When it comes to the, um, approaching about uh, yeah. to answer the question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no. And I, and I appreciate, I appreciate the backstory because that's kind of, it's kind of cool. The fact that you, you felt it like almost like you felt it in your bones type of thing. You're like, I needed to do this for sure. Um, so yeah, give me, give me the answer and how do you, uh, how do you approach all these stores? I feel like I had to tell you the, the sticker story because that's my go-to intro yeah. to per store. So what I've been, what I did was, um, even just from the start, I remember, I remember like going to these, approaching the surf shots by just coming in with this big box of stickers. And I'm literally like, Hey, do you guys sell stickers here? And of course at the beginning they're thinking like, Oh yeah, let me show you our assortment of stickers. Yeah, you know, yeah. We're going to sell you some stickers. No, 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 no. It's like, I'm selling stickers. Check, check them out. That's, that's pretty much what I do. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's, it's that easy. It's literally yeah. just going in, approaching, asking them if they would, if they would be cool with selling the stickers. They either the buyer's there or he's not, or she's not. Or, you know, but you always like when it comes down to it, you're building a relationship from the start. So every all the employees at the store are going to be, you know, they're part of the the whole thing. So you want them to fall in love with your stickers. They want to or not just sticker your brand. Yeah. They want them to fall in love with your brand and actually give you the thumbs up themselves. You know, it's pretty. That's how I see it. Do you usually go? So I'll give you a scenario. So you I'm assuming scenario A is buyers there you just go and you're like you have that conversation you have like your your pricing sheet already and all that stuff and you say here's the stickers if they're not there do you just go the game do you go the game of like here's my business card here's some stickers and maybe give them like leave some of the stickers there uh and kind of go that route is that something that you do or how does that because usually they're like oh sorry the buyer's not here and then you gotta like oh okay and then like obviously you're you're in different locations so it's not like one of those things where if you're taking a specific trip to go to this location to the store I just, I'm, that's where my brain's going. That's I'm, I'm, I know I'm going very minute, but I'm kind of curious. No, like, I mean, I've, I've done it to where I, one time I took a road trip for two weeks to all the way down to the keys. So, I mean, when it comes to like that, that yeah. time, it was literally just show up. Like you never know who's going to be there. Yeah. I mean, but if you don't take the chance, like, how are you going to know? Correct. So it's either you could be cautious and be like, oh, I'm going to save some time or some money, whatever you want to look at it as. 
by calling ahead of time and being like, when is your buyer going to be? And that's always a good approach too. Yeah. So you're not wasting that time. But like at the end of the day, like you just, you just never know. Like sometimes you just, you're just at the beach or wherever you may be going. And, and you just think like, cause that's happened to me. Like one of my biggest accounts was literally just walking in, give it a shot. And, and then it turns into something because so many times it's happened where the buyer's not there. Yeah. And like I said, on my two, on the two week road trip that I did, um, it was like that. Like even some places would, would literally be like, Hey, we usually don't take walk-ins, you know, but you know, it's all about, you know, you never know. Like they might just be like, Hey, we see the passion you have. We yeah. see, we see all your enthusiasm, you know, like they case by case. So sometimes you get lucky and they're like, yeah, show me what you got. And most of the time, no, I don't have any, I don't have the, I don't have a catalog lookbook, nothing like that. I literally have what samples yeah. or everything. So you do know, you like leave, your, do you leave some stickers and you're like, here's some stickers oh, yeah. and then just, here's some stickers. Here's my number. Give me a call if you guys or whatever. For sure. That way they can do it. I mean, most that's kind of how I would look at it as being able to do it. But the thing is, is most of the time, even if you do that, a lot of the times they don't call you back. They don't yeah. email you, but they love your stuff. So you're the one who has to be persistent. Yep. Like you're the one who has to be like, all right, well, I'm going to call them. I'm going to email them or I'm going to show up again, whether it's from here to the keys, yeah. you know, like if there's certain stores you really want to get into, you know, how are you going to know unless you just go <laughs> and, and show face for sure. And then you, so you start, so basically you kind of went, you went like, I'm going to get, I'm going to get inside the door doing stickers. Yep. But then as you started doing stickers and you're like, oh, well, you like my brand. Well, guess what? Like these stickers now also are shirts because that's kind of also how you evolved. You started doing like stickers. Then it started being enamel pins. Then then obviously I'm assuming you started listening to customers and then they're like, well, we need a hat and we need this. And then all of a sudden then you started creating more product. Is that kind of how it evolved? Or is that always like you're always like, well, let me at least kind of go in, get in this way. And then, or as you saw it progress, you're like, I'm going to start adding more things, more elements to it. No, yeah, it was, it was always the plan. So we are, we, I'm pretty sure we had shirts right along. Like they were always there, like shirts. So I didn't know this, but whenever I first started um, designing t-shirts, I thought designing t-shirts was going to be the same thing as designing a website. Cause that's like my background was websites, but um, it's not the same. So whenever I got into my first job with um, this brand in Orlando called Hoop Culture, they, uh, well, it's amazing a brand called Hoop Culture, but they, they pretty much taught me by me working full-time with them. And I had the, just like the best school of experience that I've ever had was just getting that job, learning the ins and outs. So I learned how to design shirts because I was designing shirts for them little by little. Um, so it it pretty much, I realized that if a sticker was doing well, I was like, might as well throw them on a shirt. Mm -hmm. So what I did was I wouldn't just slap the sticker on the shirt, like as in like the same thing, you have to add some elements of design around it, whatever, because it's, it's yeah. a t-shirt. So it needs to be designed differently than just the, the sticker does. But um, yeah, it was pretty much like one of those things where some stores, whenever they realize how good, because the stickers, they move. So it's like one of those things where since they're, they're doing so well, then they're like, yo, what else do you got? You know, mm -hmm. so it just, it was a yeah. consistent, like me being, being prepared yeah. for that question, being like, all right, I, I already got a catalog for you, you know, like, and then I would be able to show them the shirts that I have, the hats that I have, the hoodies, the, you know, the, all of it, like enamel pins. Yep. I used to have like necklaces, you know, like you just being prepared is like the best thing you could possibly do because else you're going to scramble and be like, oh yeah, yeah, just let me do something for you really quick. Yeah. It's like, nah, man, you have to do it. You have to be prepared whenever you go into this, this kind of thing, you know? 
you definitely how many how many do you know how many store like off the top of your head obviously how many stores would you say you uh you're already at like different beach stores because you're not just in florida you're you're i know that you're like in different states now as well um other areas are obviously wanting to buy your stuff and, and have your stuff and you've done customs for them um like would, how do you have an idea of how many stores you're kind of in right now it's between like 30 to 40 yeah um it's in that area i've been it's cool because I've been talking to a lot of stores about getting into it this spring. So I haven't really added those stores up yeah. because I know that they're a part of it, but definitely between 30 and 40. That's awesome. Um, and yeah, like at Colorado, like I just got a store over there. Um, and then also Michigan, which was yeah. surf shop in Michigan was pretty amazing to, to get into. They've been awesome. Um, consistently ordering, are those for like the ones in like those areas? Are the, are they coming to you, or are you are you basically now going the game of like I'm just searching and I'm just reaching out to all these places and following and doing all that? A little bit of both. Yeah. So like let's say like the one in 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 um, Michigan was word of mouth. So they came down for a surf expo a little over a year ago, and um and one of my guys that I sell at one of the shops that I sell at over in um St. Pete area, um they had mentioned, oh, you got to check this, this new brand out that we've been selling because we've been selling out of their stickers. Yeah. So it turned into, they reached out to me and then they asked me about some custom designs. I made a little Bigfoot design for them because they said it's huge up there. Yep. And then ever since then, the Bigfoot's been like one of my best sellers. Yeah. And, and he, it's a great sticker. <laughs> it's a great design. <laughs> and it comes with that. And and he has, you know, I made t-shirts, hats, you know, stick because it, I, I Right away, I was like, "Dude, this is this is a heavy hitter." Mm-hmm. So they consistently get the shirts, they, the long sleeves, the you know, it's really cool. It's like been one of those ones that I I, I really appreciate the fact that that they've reached out to me from. No, life. that's and that's and I think that's when you start realizing like, holy crap! Like I'm, it it's not I'm going I'm it's kind of the concept that I've always heard like own your backyard and then the rest will come. Yep. And that's kind of what you've kind of started doing. You've kind of owned the backyard saying, I'm going to, you know, Florida area beaches in Florida. But then obviously you've also kind of learned that, Hey, these are all events that I'm supposed to, I should be attending that are similar to my brand that I should be selling at, or at least be making, you know, even if I do guerrilla marketing and basically show up at these events um, and kind of give my stuff, give my stuff to, cause it, you know, sometimes you just don't have the money to do a, an expo, but you can, Heck is definitely attend and start dropping off stuff. Um, So there's always different ways that you can kind of handle that, which I think is kind of something that I've always, I've always admired that you do because you just don't stop. And that's something that, uh, that's, that's, that's awesome to be able to see. And, uh, and, and it's kind of inspired me, even though I've been the slow, the slow one of the bunch, um, to me to kind of go, and you've been, even though you've been preaching it to me about doing more wholesale and kind of getting into more of the stickers and, and all that stuff. Cause it, it is, it's like a low cost, it's a low cost area thing, a uh, product to create. And at the same time, it's something that is very easy and obtainable to be able to be put into stores. Yeah. Because you think, think about it, like whenever somebody is going to, they're investing in you, like they're investing in your brand, but at the same time they're investing in you. So it's like first impression, like you walk into a store, they see you carrying, you know, they see these shirts that are amazing, but at the same time, they're not just buying one shirt. They got to buy small, medium, large, extra large, two X or however yeah. many you do. Um, and they don't want just one. They got it sometimes. So you have all these designs and it's just like, all right, well, do I want it? Like as a, as a buyer, they have to, you know, like you have to think like the way they would think is like, okay, this is, you know, quote unquote, a no name brand right now, you know, but we all had to get there somehow. Right. So 
they look at it and they're thinking they're going to think twice. Like, do I want to invest our, our my money into into a bunch of T-shirts that yeah. might not sell because you, you, you never know depending on the spot. So they see stickers, they see accessories, whatever. Then they might be like, hey, how much do you wholesale your stickers for? And yeah. it's a lower price. And you tell them, you know, for the most part, what I do is I'm just like, hey, whatever you feel comfortable with, you know. Or sometimes, I mean, I've even pulled like the the hundreds thing where it's literally like you say, you take them. And, and I will, you know, pretty much I knew they would sell. And this is even from the start. Like I was literally like, I guarantee you they're going to sell. They're so sick. You know, like these stickers are great. You know, they're going to sell. All right, cool. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll put them in here. We'll see how they do, you know? And then I was like, all right, cool. I guarantee you. So I literally went to some friends and I told them, Hey, go, here's some cash. Go buy some of my stickers in the store, you know, like, and that created the momentum and it was only a few friends I did that with yeah. it created the, the momentum in like, I don't know if it, I put something out in the universe or whatever it may be. It's just literally like it was more fluid to where I went, I showed up like a week later and they were like, dude, where you been, man? These stickers are gone. We, you know, we need more. So it literally, I was like, you know, it's like one of those victories that I got that I was just like, man, I'm so glad that worked out because you know, it's just like, cause you never know. It's kind of like nerve wracking whenever you go into a store especially if you're so confident in what you do, you know, because you have to be confident, but some people might see straight through you if you're not. So I always, I feel, I mean, I don't know, man. It's like, I'm so obsessed with this brand yeah. that I, I, like you said, I, I, I don't want to stop. No. So even like what it takes, even if it takes going into something like that and being like, here, give me like, you know, me giving some of my friends cash to literally go buy my stickers. I mean, like I'll do that, you know, I'll do those little, those little moves to where it gets the, the store feeling more comfortable and them being like, Hey man, what else do you got? Like, because we do have a lot more stuff to sell. Exactly. So, and it, it, and it, it has it going from one store to like the next store and the next door next, you know, cause you know, it's, it's like one of those things where as long as you create that flow and people see that you're, you know, you're consistent. Cause that's another thing is being consistent because if you're somebody who just drops off your stuff and you don't come back for over a month, you know, they're going to be like, where'd this dude go? You know, yeah. like, but yeah, you need to basically be kind of like maybe not every week or whatever, but at least kind of touch base and be like, hey, where are we at? What do you need? Do you need anything from me? Yeah. Um, one other question having to do with different, since you're to so many different locations, do you ever, when you, is there a thought process? And it's because I know I tend to put, I, I tend to overthink. That's why I'm asking you this. Mm-hmm. Um, do you ever go where you're like, let's say you hit like a beach, let's say it's Melbourne Beach and you know how there's like a bunch of stores do you, you're like, do you care? You're like, well, I'm at this store, but there's like a store down the block. Do you even care that they're there? You're like, or you're like, I'm just going to go to the, I'm going, I'm hitting them all. Like, is that, or, or do you actually methodically like, well, I'm already here. So therefore I'm not going to go here. I'm going to go over here. Or do you like, screw it. I'm hitting all of them. It depends. I mean, you do have to be strategical about Yeah. Like definitely look at things and be like, and then not only that, you don't want to step on toes. Mm-hmm. Cause I have had like stores that have literally called me and been like, Hey, we heard you're at the store next, like across the street. Is that true? And I'm just like, no, that's not true. But at the, like in that, like I never wanted to have that happen to me again Yeah. because it was one of those things where you could tell that that store and that store didn't get along and they didn't want to have stuff. In the, and, and I respect that because I want, whenever you have a unique product, stores love that. Yep. So they, they sit there and say, Hey man, we were the, we want to hold your stuff. And we don't want anybody else to mm-hmm. have it. But at the same time, it's like, I'm sorry, dude, that's not going to happen. Correct. But that doesn't mean that I can't be, I can't respect their wishes and, you know, and, and for the most part and be like, Hey, no, I did. I don't have my stuff in that store, 
but do you mind if I do? You know, like I always ask the question. Yeah. Like I've done that before where um, there's a store Catalyst over by UCF and they have different locations. They have one in, in, in a Cocoa Beach area and then Melbourne. And since I'm selling in three of their spots already and they have other stores around those areas like on the beach, I would go and ask Eric, I go and ask him, hey, is it cool? And you know, sometimes people are cool and like him and he literally was just like, dude, go ahead. He's like, hey, you gotta make money, right? And he just like, go hit all of them. I don't care. So to me, it's like, I, but I still wanted to ask that question because yeah. I got to respect the fact that exactly. he might not want me in this shop across the street. So no, makes total sense. So you brought up a topic about um, going in and people seeing your face when you go into a store. And so this, it actually kind of ties in very well with my next question. So you and I are very different when it comes to approaching how we approach social media. Um, both are very effective. Uh, but I tend to obviously be, if, if anyone knows who I am, they tend to, I tend to be the front of the, I am in the front of the camera. I'm the more visible, like, you know, me and you think sandwiches and, but at the same time, you've taken more of a behind the scenes. Um, you know, I love for you to kind of give me or share with me your thoughts and advice for people, you know, more of the sense of why, and then maybe even, you know, maybe give you some advice for folks who don't want to be in front of the camera. Cause that's usually sometimes what gets told a lot is like, you need to be in front of the camera, but you've been very effective on not being anywhere in your social, uh, and being able to, and still effectively give your message. So I kind of, and that's something that I've always, it's always been interesting in that aspect of it, because obviously when you sell at events, people know who you are, but when you're on your social aspect, no one, you know, they wouldn't even, they wouldn't be able to pick you out in a lineup. Um, and so that's kind of where my question is, where, how, where, you know, what's the thought process? And then also maybe some tips and advice you can give for some of those people that are not uh, wanting to be the face of their brand, but want their brand to be visible. Well, it's, it's kind of like it's strategy, but at the same time, it's, it wasn't from the start. Okay. It was weird. It was because when we, when first starting this brand, with my brother, I, the first thing I told Danny, I was like, I was like, dude, when we start this, I'm the computer guy. I'm behind the scenes. I'm leave me alone. I'm going to design because I love the design. Um, I'm the art dude that just sits, you know, leave me alone. And I was like, you do the selling, you do that stuff. You know, like you do the business side because I have no background in business. So when it came down to it, I it ended up being something that I had to, to learn really quickly when yeah. it came to the business side of everything. Like that's just all by experience, um, which I've learned a lot on a daily basis. So when it came to social media, my, my approach was, I always thought of it as a use your imagination kind of thing. So I have a brand, right? But you don't know how big or how small this brand is. Use your imagination. So if, if I show my face, then, you know who I am. But if I don't, then you're going to be like, this is this, this could possibly be a corporation that I've never heard of, mm -hmm. but they've been in business for a very long time and yeah. they're, they're huge. So it was like, you know, this, what is it called? The smoke smoke. Yeah. It's almost like a perception. Thing. It's yeah. a perception of, exactly. uh, it's basically a perception is what it is. Yeah. So I wanted to create that illusion yeah. and I still create the illusion of, of to where, um, and also the hustle makes it to where people can believe because a lot of the times the question isn't, are you pretty much, it's not like, are you little box guy? It's, do you work for this company? Like whenever we're doing events, it's literally people come up to me and be like, oh, do you work for little box guy? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, we we're employees, <laughs> you know, like, so at the end of the day, it's like, 
It's like I'm, I want to create that illusion and that, you know, use your imagination yeah. kind of thing to where people just see it and they just, they're like, this has to be, it has to be a corporate, like this has to be, in, uh, you know, so many employees deep, you know? So it was more of like a strategical thing, but at the same time it wasn't yeah. because like I said, I just wanted to be the guy behind the computer. Yeah. No, I think it's, I think it's great. And that's one of the things that I've always, I've always enjoyed um, seeing because it's like our brands, even though obviously when people go to an event and usually we'll, we'll sell and we'll be near each other and I can see, you know, obviously that's one of the key elements. I think when you're selling at an event, they get to see the passion and the, you, you know, mm -hmm. that's kind of one of the things that they get. Same thing when you're going and selling, selling to a, you know, to a buyer or to a store, um, the same concept, but it's always interesting because obviously everyone, I'm very, I'm pretty obvious that it's me and, uh, but it's that's okay. You know, and that's and that's definitely and that's, the case. Yeah, because I look at it and I'm just like, okay, well, there's other big brands that same same thing. Correct, like they're huge, but they they have their their the dude. owner is the guy. The owner is like is front and center of yeah. the thing, and 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 that's one of the things, and that's one of the reasons why I wanted to bring it up because it definitely showcases that you don't have to. I I've heard numerous times of that whole aspect of it, and and I even tell folks like even if you're introverted, like yes, get on camera and do stuff, but like you don't have, like there's ways around it. And that's kind of one of the things that I wanted to kind of showcase, um, when it came to you, because you do a really good job with that. And the fact that you're right, it is, a, it is an illusion of, you don't know, is this what, you know, what am I just, it's just, you know, like ocean Pacific, you know what I mean? Like it's one of those where you're like, what, it's just a, a, a big national brand, yeah, um, is kind of what you've created. And that's like the thing that I always wanted to do. I wanted people to, I, I want people to actually be like, this brand came out of nowhere. Yeah. You know, like I want them to walk into a store and see my displays and, and you know, like my, um, my, just cause I have branded displays now with my stickers on them and when I have like a clothing rack that's branded and everything, I want them to walk in and be like, to just see it and think this is huge. Yeah. How come I've never heard of this? Yeah. So they're getting introduced to it. First impression, they're thinking right away, like big time. And that's, that's the, the whole perception I want to give because I'm already in my mind, I'm already there. Like in my mind, it's already a like huge thing to where it's worldwide. It's, um, you know, a whole bunch of employees. Deep. Yeah. You're, you're like and sponsoring surf competitions is in your exactly. mind. Exactly. Yep. Like to me, it's like, I'm already like one of the, one of the big dogs, you know, like I see that and I, 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 I literally, I literally meditate on it and I, and I visualize it on a daily basis. Um, how, how important this one, it just kind of came, I was just kind of curious, how important is it to you or how often do you, um, since you say you meditate, how often do you kind of put it out into the, into the atmosphere? Like how often do you put it into the universe? Like saying <laughs> what it is? Cause I'll be honest with you. Like I sometimes don't know what I, what my think my end goal is for my own brand. And sometimes wanting to put that out there into the universe. Like I want to put it into the universe and sometimes I just don't know if I can even put into words what I want. Mm -hmm. So my question is, does like the med you've meditated to the point where you know exactly like this is what I want it to be to then put it out into the universe? Yeah, definitely. I literally, I, um, I was introduced to the law of attraction at a certain point in my life and it, it just, it literally is something that I, I highly believe in and I feel like you've put stuff out and you speak things into existence. So it's Amen. like, so it's like if you want something, whether it's, huge like you know because we never know it could be something that's just like so far away from from where you're at at the moment but all you need to do is just put that it's like planting seeds you know like you have to plant those seeds out into the universe some may some plants may not grow but at least if you're constantly like your question to me it's daily like yeah. I'm, I'm literally i do meditation every morning 10 to 15 minute meditation but before i go into my meditation i have like pretty much like a mobile 
um, like a bunch of sh- like a, a stack of papers that I have that have different sayings on them. I have, uh, you know, like different destinations of where I want to travel or where I've already been to, to where it just like brings back the memories and wanting to go back to there again. There's like these, like, so I literally have these things that I say in my mind of, or out loud to where I have these goals and I put them, place them out on, on the bed in front of me while I'm, before I go into my visualization meditation, 10 to 15 minutes. And I also have a, a set of note cards that I carry in my back pocket all the time to where instead of, you know, whenever you get that, you know, waiting in the, at the post office to send out your stuff or, or, um, you know, wherever you may be where you have that little bit of downtime, instead of me scrolling through like social media or something like that, I'll literally pull out my, my, um, my stack of cards in my back pocket and I read my goals and I, and it, it may be a goal that would say, it's like, it could be a goal of how much money I want to make per week, or it can be a goal of how much or the store that I'm going to be number one in, which is in my mind, I'm already number one at Ron John surf shop. So it's like, it's like those things like that, where you already, it's like I'm putting myself in the feeling of what it's like to be there already, like to have that goal already done, you know, and it's daily. It's literally like to where I, like I was saying earlier, I'm obsessed. I love it, dude. No, I love it. This is one of the reasons why I wanted to, I wanted to chat with you. So, and this kind of goes maybe with one how you're going to answer this next probably to me is what advice would you give someone starting out or maybe in a similar situation as yours? Like, you know, I'll go with first starting out. Um, like if someone were to wanting to start something or to, you know, create something or maybe it doesn't even have to be a business, but what advice would you give for them? Um, when it comes down to it is just use your imagination. I think that a lot of people, um, I've heard a lot of the answers of just go, go for it. But I feel like in a lot of ways, like the go for it thing can be very scary. Um, but it doesn't mean you can't imagine, you know, it doesn't mean you can't sit down and actually sit in the room, close the door, you know, put some little bit of music on and actually sit there and think like, where do I want to be? Like, where, where, where am I living right now in my head right now? You know, like, am I, do I have a store? Do I have a storefront or do I, you know, like, and actually start like creating that storefront in your mind. Mm -hmm. Even if you don't have a brand, you don't have anything, you have a logo, you have nothing. Like just, just kind of like put yourself in the moment, you know, like have the feeling inside and then take small steps. It's literally like a thing where it's just like diet. Like if you, if, if, if you have like, or the going to the gym, like just getting healthy or something like that, you have to take the baby steps to get to that. You can't just be like, Oh, I'm going to live at the gym seven days a week. Yeah. So I'm going to get big or whatever. No, it's like most time people, you know, the first time you go to the gym, you're so sore. You don't want to go the next three days. So it's like, go once, once a week, start with one time, you yeah. know? So it's the same thing with like starting something. It's literally like do the little things. Like, even if it's like, if it's a brand and start sketching, you know, or if you already have some stuff already sketched, if you're already further ahead, then start looking into how much it would cost you to, to get the um, business license yeah. or go to events and do some research. Like <laughs> my girl always calls me research boy. Cause I literally, when we go over to like Disney Springs or whatever, she sees it in my eyes. Like I'm literally walking around just, even at Disney. Like it's just literally looking. like, you're just looking at your, and it's just like, you're soaking it all in. How did what is their display looks like? Like what is the store? How come they have this over there? The positioning of stuff in their store or, or a custom, sales racks and you know like stuff like that like like little things that you could be doing already to put yourself in that imagination and that feeling of mm-hmm. already having what you want or where you want to be so it's not so much like 
like the just the step of getting out there and doing because getting out there and doing it is is like you could do that too. I mean, like, you're gonna have to at one point. You're gonna have to do that. I mean, you can yeah. imagine it to a certain point, but then you're gonna have to actually go towards. But get your mind towards right. that goal. You yeah. have to get your mind right because at the end of the day, we all have like, like you could have a you can have a nine to five, but still, once you get off, because there's no excuse. I mean, you're you're a perfect example of no yeah. no excuses. Like you have a family, you have a nine to five, you have you have all these things going that people look at you and they're like, dude, how do you how do you hustle so much? Like, where do you get the energy for it? And I think the the key the key I think is exactly what you said though is like the the thought process working towards it every day like that was the one thing that I I tell anyone is like there should be no excuses you you should be able to spend at least even if it's thirty minutes and say hey every day thirty minutes I'm going to spend towards my towards my goal of what I'm trying to do or what I'm trying to do uh, whether it's exactly what you said research this find this uh, make yourself a list of what you want need to get done. Um, but there's always something to be able to, to work towards, work towards the goal. And there's, you know, think and work at the same time, try to make it, um, uh, I use now for me, like I walk a lot and when I walk, I use it as a great time to kind of, it's just me with music and just me being able to think. Yep. And a lot of times it's me just doing a lot of like, you know, Siri message and just put it in notes or whatever, or I'm texting or trying to think of things because your brain kind of goes and we just sometimes just need that time to actually just kind of what you said, kind of get in a room and just kind of let your brain just kind of, there's, there's a lot of thoughts in there. You just kind of get a You sometimes you just got to silence it and kind of listen to it for a bit. Yeah. Because at the, at the end of the day, we do a lot of autopilot. So it's literally like if you're driving somewhere, like if I go here to the store, like for the most part, it's either you got the music cranked or or you just don't even realize the the journey you just had from that mm-hmm. from point A to point B. So within that time period, just give yourself give yourself that time period to like one thing that I do is I think I think like different parts of my body. Because I mean our body is is our vehicle. So we it's like it's like one of those things where it's such an amazing thing to where even like your health means so much. Because if we were to get sick or anything happens to us, you're especially if you're like, you know, like let's say for instance, you, you had to go do something, run to the store, but you can't cause you're sick or, you know, especially now with COVID, yeah. it's like you have to make sure that you're in the best health that you could possibly be in. But like these things just, they, they just run for us. You know, like our, our bodies just run, they run and they run and run. We don't, sometimes we don't give ourselves that time to actually like thank, be grateful for these things that we, we just kind of take advantage of it sometimes. But yeah, just having, having that in mind too, it's just like, you need to, get your mind right, get your, get all those things in the right place to where making those moves isn't so scary. I love it. I love it. Um, how can people find you, um, and support you and do some shopping and check out little box guy. You won't see Nick, but you'll see definitely little box guy <laughs> and all his wonderful world. Well, we, well, we have the the website. It's a little Um, also when it comes to social media, I, we do, it's little box guy underscore USA. Mm-hmm. And that usually filters over to, um, well, that's my Instagram and it usually filters over to like Facebook and stuff. But Instagram is usually the one that we, you know, use the most. Yeah. That's the most popular. That's the it. most popular. It's also the most visually appealing to be able to enjoy your brand. So yeah. I, I, I definitely agree with that. Um, Nick, thank you so much, dude. I've, uh, I absolutely love the, the information and everything. I think it's um, definitely very inspiring to see what, where, where you started and where you're at. And, uh, and I absolutely love like everything from the, the fact that you've created displays and, and all those things. And, and you're always, 
The other great thing about it is you're always been very helpful to help whenever I needed a question, whether it's design, like there's a bunch of shirts that you'll see and you'll see that his name's on there. When you, uh, when you go shopping on my website, you'll see like, that's my jam, the Spidey bread, um, the bunch of stickers. He's done quite a bit for me as well, just because he's a, he's a super talented artist. So, um, I really appreciate it, man. Yeah, no problem, man. Anytime. I mean, we also, we got to look out for each other. So for sure, dude, you're you're, you're definitely part of my tribe. uh, I'll tell you that for sure. Well, that's our show for today. Thank you so much for Nick Ortiz for having lunch with me. Definitely make sure to check out Little Box Guy online, as well as also your favorite local surf shops up and down the Florida coastline. If you enjoyed the show, definitely make sure to subscribe. If you want to support me um, and the brand, obviously check out Deli Fresh Threads. You could definitely pick up some product um, and I'll obviously coarsely tell your friends. Um, if you want to join our Facebook group, we just created a Facebook group for um, Lunch with Biggie. Definitely go check that out and subscribe. That would be great. Um, thank you. Until next time, keep eating sandwiches and follow your passion. Thanks, guys. <laughs>